Ladies and gentlemen, this show is brought to you exclusively by the Reality Check Podcast Network. Hey everybody, this is Stan Wangland and welcome to Just Thinking. How the heck are all of you guys doing wherever you are in the world today? Uh, you know, whatever you're up to, I hope everything is going just great with you. Everything is wonderful here uh, in a beautiful and well New York in the United States of America. It was a beautiful, outstanding fall day, but it felt like a spring day here. It was wonderful to be out, hang out with the dogs, do my uh, freelance uh, writing that I do as an independent contractor, do my show here, and uh, of course teach my college course, work out a little bit, have a nice day, have a nice lunch. Life is good. One of the things that wasn't good though today, but I mean, if that's my biggest problem in life, I'll take it, is looking at the reactions on Facebook and Twitter and social media of many of my friends and acquaintances, and uh, quite frankly, some people that I'm just, you know, involved with on the periphery in terms of a common interest but uh, you know but but just seeing the level of response uh, that people are having to the events that are you know going on in our world uh, you know the major events things like the coronavirus uh, things like uh, you know the continual craziness from the president i mean he's the boy who cried wolf every single time going around there undermining uh, physicians, the Center for D- Disease Control, making up stuff, you know, implying that the c- coronavirus is a hoax or it's, I mean, literally not telling the truth in a public health and a world health crisis or, or something that has the potential to be that. And seeing all the various, uh, you know, f- a frenzy on the news, continual news cycles, uh, you know, with more and more and more and more information for people that half of the time they don't even know what they're processing. You know, given today's world, uh, you know, that that, that people, uh, you have large numbers of Americans, I can't speak for other countries, I don't live in other countries, who doubt science, who don't believe in it, who doubt history, uh, who want to alter history, who don't understand the, some of the most fundamental educational principles or critical thinking, and are being constantly bombarded and manipulated by the media, by politicians, by political groups, by lobbyists. Uh, they really don't know how to defend themselves anymore uh, and, and then just engage in all kinds of wild, irrational uh, kinds of behaviors and, and, and like a like a herd, like a herd of uh, either wild animals. So when they get riled up like a like a mob or like a herd of frightened animals when they're running from a, a, a brush fire in the jungle. So it's, uh, you know, you see people becoming very overwhelmed by this. Because frankly, I think they've lost touch with the skills that they need uh, in order to cope with things that are serious. Life is going to present you with serious things. 
yeah, the coronavirus or the flu, even if you're my age, I keep repeating that, you know, is a very serious thing. About 30, 40,000 people, I think it's 30,000 uh, people, I know it's at least that, every year die of the flu. Yeah, I mean, I, I was listening to the president and people, and I was listening to another show with a friend of mine who does a show. He said, well, you know, people, you know, we really got that under control. No, we don't. The flu is always killing people, the weak and the vulnerable, and people have comorbid conditions and things like that. Uh, viruses are always mutating and things like that. And sometimes we go through an easy period and sometimes, you know, something will mutate and it'll be something very different. But people don't seem to understand that stuff. And then they start believing uh, the nonsense they hear on one side or the other, and, and they almost don't know how to be critical thinkers. And then you get other people who are belligerent and ignorant, and uh, they, uh, you know, put a hat on or a rally hat on, and they could be somebody's supporter, and they belong to some kind of a tribe, and they glorify their own ignorance. And I guess that's the point of the show today, uh, is that experience, my friend, will be the best teacher. It's an old, I believe that's a, a statement from uh, Confucius. Not to be one of those silly guys who says Confucius said, no, but I believe that is from Confucius, that experience is, is, is the best teacher. And I think there's a caveat to that, uh, or at least one that I've used my entire life because I've always been a believer that experience is the best teacher. However, it's an awful, harsh master or mistress. It is an awful, awful, harsh master. When you let experience alone be the best uh, teacher, it is brutal. Brutal. You will be in for uh, uh, an ass whipping uh, along the way in many cases. And this is what's happening to the United States of America now and many other countries around the world. It certainly happened to Germany, Japan, Italy, other countries in World War II, uh, you know, Russia, the Soviet Union, whatever you'd like to call it uh, from years ago. Other countries, you know, they learn their lesson uh, when they don't do what they know they need to do, and good common sense and wisdom and good judgment uh, should prevail. And then you're left there with your uh, the proverbial finger up your butt and just, uh, you know, hoping beyond hope that it's going to turn out all right when, when you're in for a brutal beating. And uh, this is what's going to happen in our country. Uh, you know, it happened in 2008 uh, financially. It happened in 1927 with the stock market crash. It happened in... Uh, 1941, my birthday, December 7th, uh, you know, with, the, with Japan attacking Pearl Harbor, uh, you know, with the Titanic flying across that, you know, it's unsinkable, all those kinds of things. We know better uh, if we're scientists or philosophers or academics or just people with good common sense. A farmer who tills the soil also knows all of these things. He can't putz around. Because experience is indeed the best teacher for him. And if he doesn't do or she doesn't do the right things, the crops don't come in. Everything fails. A businessman as well. And that's why you're seeing the stock market go up and down and up and down. We finally have an issue now that, for example, President uh, Trump and his cronies uh, can't lie about and say, it's a hoax. It's a hoax. And he's doing it. So, the, But the common guy who goes to the rally with the MAGA hat on or whatever, uh, he can afford to do that right now, but not the guy who has uh, a, a, a multi-million or multi-billion dollar business, and he's got to uh, handle risk analysis. He can't listen to the president's bullshit anymore and humor him. And that's why the stock market keeps falling, because it's all dependent upon risks. That's how you know Trump's a liar. 
if you're a smart person. Now, on the other hand, uh, if you take other political events, for example, where people in our country are just completely out of their minds, uh, and now you have the Democratic primary, which I, I, you know, people keep getting, I'm a Bernie supporter. I have been since 2016. And Bernie's not a socialist. Bernie's a, uh, a social Democrat, a, a democratic socialist or whatever. He's, he's, he's Franklin Delano Roosevelt point two. It's as simple as that. And I, but that's for another show. Anybody in their right mind knows that it's not Venezuela, but this is the country we live in. And experience has to be the best teacher. So now new polls come out. Are you better off than you were four years ago? Of course not. Wages haven't gone up. They've been relatively flat for decades. Forget about the unemployment rate. Forget about the stock market. The vast majority of people have no stocks or bonds. When this coronavirus hits and people get sent home from work and can't get paid, this shit is going to hit the fan. And mostly all of them are going to be make America great people. There you go. There's the there's the Republican side of ignorance. On the Democratic side, I see people becoming suicidal because, uh, you know, Joe Biden, uh, you know, is now uh, leading in the delegate count and Bernie Sanders, my guy, um, you know, uh, is sitting there and, uh, you know, he got hammered. Uh, he didn't do as well as he expected. And lo and behold, Bernie has a great organization. He's a great, he went to the same high school. I said this all the time. And Chuck Schumer, Ruth Bader Ginsburg, we all went to the same high school. We all grew up in the same part of the uh, neck of the woods uh, in Brooklyn, New York, James Madison High School, Alan Dershowitz, the, the whole group, Chris Rock, boom, a whole number of people. Okay. Bernie uh, has a great ground thing. He's a grumpy old Jewish guy, and he's not a grump. This is a Jewish guy from Brooklyn. This is how people of 78, his age, act. These are the people I used to speak to and talk to on the stoop in the street and, 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 and at the, the deli uh, in, in, in getting coffee. This is how they act. This is Bernie. He hasn't changed anything in 40 years, the way that he acts. Okay, so there's no mystery. But people, Jesus, Bernie, I'll never vote for Biden. Biden's not a crook. Biden, you're not a bad guy. Biden's just Joe Biden, you know. Uh, he, he's, a, he's a pretty decent guy. Bernie's a decent guy. Amy Klobuchar's a decent woman. Pete Buttigieg looks like a decent guy. The, the Democrats are beating the shit out of themselves and everything. They ran, I think, a good primary thing. They, they had all, a bunch of candidates. Mike Bloomberg was a good mayor. Nobody's perfect. Joe Biden's not perfect. Elizabeth Warren did many good things for, you know, uh, as a senator and has done good things when she worked with, uh, you know, President Obama on, you know, making sure that businesses act in an ethical way. You know, these people aren't bad people, but if your candidate doesn't come in, if it doesn't work out the way that you want, my, now, see, I'm doing the Democratic side here now because I'm a Democrat. Holy Jesus Christ. I see people, you know, uh, people who are, you know, women, people that I know are highly educated, very nice people. Hey, man, you know, if I hear this term one more time, I know this is very politically incorrect for me to say it. I don't give a shit. What are you going to do? Fire me? If I hear this old white men thing one more time. I heard a newscaster say that today. Well, Elizabeth Warren hasn't got it. It's gone to two old white men. Can you, I'm an old white man. I'm 70 years old. 
Yeah. A real healthy 70 years old. I've contributed. I'm a veteran. I'm, you know, I can go through the whole hit list. I've been a public service my servant my whole life. I've never done anything to a minority person except help them. I've never done anything to a female except promote them, treat them equally. And as a matter of fact, with affirmative action, I've actually lost two major positions and was aware of it because I was deep friends with the affirmative action officer who was a African-American female. And I willingly said, yeah, I understand that. You can't appoint me to these positions when the whole organization is male. These people you know, need to get in and they're very qualified, not as qualified as I am, but I understand it. Does that make me a hero? No, that makes me a reasonable, pragmatic, understanding person. But now uh, I don't feel like being crucified uh, and, and being disrespected continuously all over the airwaves. Number one, it's prejudicial against my age. It's discriminatory and disgusting and disrespectful. I can run circles around most people half my age. And I'm not, that's not an idle boast. How do you think I've put out 400 shows? In addition to raising a family, helping grandchildren, doing a million and one other things in my life. I'm still working at 70 years old, very productively in all new areas. I should be embarrassed because the color of my skin is white? No, no more than I would be if it was yellow or black. I should be disrespected for that? And, and then I should be disrespected and held accountable because I'm uh, my gender? Because I'm male? That's just an accident of birth, whether you're a male or a female. That's just the way biology wor- you know, works itself out. In the, you know, in, in, in conception. Come on, man. And I'm talking about intelligent people. They're freaking out. Hey, I'm so sorry. But in her own state, for example, Elizabeth Warren, she didn't win the, the primary there. She's a wonderful person. She just wasn't her time. And quite frankly, I don't know if it, it wasn't Bernie's time in 2016. I'm a Bernie supporter, and I can understand Democrats saying he's really an independent who does caucus with the Democrats, but I think he might hurt the down ballot. The down ballot. And I think he might. He wouldn't if he if, if his multi-generational and wonderful, you know, ground game that he had came through all the way, but but it didn't in part of the primaries. And quite frankly, every time he's he's gone to move, to make a big move, he's gotten sandbagged. Uh, by one of the, uh, you know, African-American, you know, leaders for votes one way or the other. Uh, Last time it was Elijah Cummings and and John Lewis and other people. This time it was Claiborne and other. And they are exactly right in doing what they're doing, too. This is a game of politics. It's a game of politics. And Bernie's a politician. So Joe Biden, Claiborne, John Lewis, Elijah Cummings, Hillary Clinton, whoever it was in whatever race, they're only exercising all the political techniques that are part of the game, are part of the game. And this has to do with this thing of experience as the best teacher. So why is it, I'm not flipping out if Bernie doesn't get the nomination. I'm not flipping out. It's, 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 it's been fair. That's the way the game is played. You know, there's some things that get a little bit shady, but there's nothing illegal there. You know, 
Why do I have to shoot myself and, and jump off a cliff or start saying, you know, why, you know, why did this woman get it instead of him? Why did, you know, why did Bloomberg get it? Whatever, whatever the crazy issue is. I'll tell you why. And Americans are becoming weak minded. They are becoming weak minded and they are lacking in strength and resolve and coping abilities. And I'll tell you why. Because they want a savior. They constantly want to be saved. They constantly want a hero. They constantly don't want to be nervous or anxious. They're very decadent. We are very decadent in many ways. Even people who are poor, even people who are, um, you know, who you would think in many ways would want to aspire to more things. We collectively as a culture have become very decadent and complacent. We think we're activists, but we're, we're really not. We are people who are constantly looking for microaggressions. We are constantly feeling that we are victims. We are constantly unaware of the big picture. And we're looking for a tribe that agrees with us all the time. And again, we're looking for saviors. We're looking for heroes. And it's just like that song that Tina Turner used to sing. In Mad Max Beyond Thunderdome, I think it was the show. And, and it sounds silly, but it's not. Which she said, we don't need another hero. We don't need another hero. We don't need some stupid Donald Trump standing up there and, you know, acting like he knows anything about anything. He's one of the most ignorant people I've ever seen. And what makes it even worse, somebody has put him in power and somebody enables him, including the people around him. And they are to blame, not him. He's a stupid idiot. And he really is. He's an ignorant man. And he, he revels in his ignorance. His entire family does. They, you know, this is what they know. They know the Roy Cohn days of, you know, he punches you, I'll punch him three times as hard. Most people probably don't even know who Roy Cohn is listening to this. He was a real nasty lawyer. And he was, uh, you know, during the McCarthy era. And he worked for, uh, you know, J Senator Joe McCarthy. And then he became Trump's family's lawyer. And he was a pretty uh, hard-hitting guy. And this is, this is where, uh, you know, Trump has gotten his thing. Well, you know, the Democrats, other people uh, in the country are the same way. Constantly crying. They're constantly, you, know, you look at Trump, he's constantly a victim. It's always Obama. It's somebody else. It's Obama. It's Hillary Clinton. It's, uh, you know, it's uh, whatever he does wrong. But what about? It's somebody else. It's always a hoax. All these things. And then you have the other side doing the same thing. And then people chime in on the same thing. They want a hero. And if their hero doesn't get in, they catastrophize everything. It's like it's the end of the world. And people feel they can't cope. So what does America need? Well, besides being, like I said, being a critical thinker, using their brain a little bit, using some skills, Going back to the, the, the drawing board, Americans need to have some strength. You know, they have to move towards a path of balance. They need some willpower. They need some self-knowledge. As, uh, you know, we journey through this, uh, you know, life together and, uh, you, know, you know, work as, as citizens and patriots in our, in our country. You know, we might start thinking about uh, using uh, terms like courage and inner strength and the ability to cope and face something unpleasant, uh, unpleasant 
or face your fears, like Franklin Roosevelt said. He said, you have nothing to fear but fear itself. Then people wouldn't believe that. Now they'd say, don't talk about fear. You're hitting my trigger point. Come on, man. What's the matter with you folks? Seriously. How do you think you're going to handle a major illness? How do you think you're going to handle when the doctor tells you you're going to die? Your husband or wife is. When your kid dies. When your family gets, uh, you know, you lose a job or, you know, somebody gets banged up in a car really bad and may not come out of it. How the hell are you going to handle anything? Are you going to have to have a support group 24-7 for that? You know, if, if you're going to live life, man, you got to live it. You have to cope with it. You have to use some strength. Again, balance, willpower, self-knowledge, critical thinking. These things are like people are just ignoring them now. They want a hero. They want somebody else to give them an answer. They want to fix immediately to everything. And if their hero doesn't win, it's it's the end. It's it, it's let's go suicidal. Like I said, you know, I, I see people with Bernie. Bernie hasn't got. Oh my God, Joe Biden. If he was that, oh my Lord, uh, Amy Klobuchar. What happened? Kamala. Ha- what if a woman is number two? Well, whatever. So. So you have to get more votes next time you, you'll get in and then, then there'll be nothing but women for the next 400 years. That's just the cycle that it goes through. Who said life was going to be fair all the time, man? It's not. And that's where experience is the best teacher. What does it take to understand that? How many more times? You know, and we are facing fears now because we don't have strength. Where people don't know how to face fear, and they become paralyzed, whatever the situation. They're afraid of failing. They're afraid of succeeding. They're afraid of interacting. They're afraid of being isolated. They're afraid of every goddamn thing. You know? And they're walking down a path, and uh, the path is on both sides, is surrounded by fear. Fear and stupidity. Is that too dark a picture? I don't think so. I think it's a realistic picture. And I'll tell you what else, uh, you know, I want to say in closing for the show. Is America weak-minded? Uh, do, do they feel they need it? Yes. Do they feel they need a hero to save it? Yes. Is experience the best teacher? Yes. Are Americans showing strength? By and large, no. They're learning how to become weaklings. They're learning how to become non-critical thinkers. They're learning how to become whiners. They're learning how to become whalers. And they're learning how to become deviant and more dishonest than they've ever been. And they're also learning to accept that. You know? They don't understand that you and I are, are basically in control of our fears. Yeah, there's some things you can't help. It'll just scare the shit out of you. But most of them you can, and you have to face up to them in life. You have to face up to your fears. You have to look at them as they relate to the surrounding environment. And you have to, you know, control your behaviors and and handle your fears because you have to find something called courage to face things that are unpleasant in life. You have to be brave sometimes. You have to use self-discipline. You have to be able to face the beast that's in your head that roars at you and is in control of your personal impulses. That's what you have to do. 
That's what I have to do. Can we do it all the time? No, we can't. But there's always going to be another coronavirus. There's always going to be another Donald Trump. There's always going to be a time that if you're a female and you want somebody to win and you want life to be unfair, if to be fair, it's not going to be. There's always going to be a wonderful guy like, uh, you know, Joe Biden or whomever it is that you like or Amy Klobuchar or Bernie Sanders, somebody that you know is a good person or Elizabeth Warren is a competent person and people aren't going to listen to him. They're going to kick him right in the ass. That can't be the end of everything. That has to be able, that has to become the beginning. You have to deal with things like that. And I have to deal with them. And that's what I've been thinking about. And you know what? Some of these kind of shows are very successful. And some of them people don't want to hear a guy like me going on and talking about that. But I'm a psychologist. I'm a human being. I've had uh, ups and downs in life and I've dealt with death and uh, financial problems, uh, personal problems, uh, uh, the military, people being sick, people dying, anything you can think of, uh, you know, has happened to me just about anything. And there's a whole shitload of you out there with the same thing. And I think we should share some of our experiences and start calling people out on things. Not for microaggressions, but for the big things, the big things we should know as a group. You know, I shouldn't be making fun of women out here and women shouldn't be making fun of me. We, sh we wouldn't dare think of going up to uh, some African-American person saying, hey, what are you, some uh, old black guy? What are you, some old Chinese guy? You know, what are you, some old bag female? Can you imagine? But it's okay to do that to another group. Yeah, I'm back to that issue. But we see we keep doing that same thing over again. All these gotcha moments to people and all these insulting things. We need to stop that. And think about the good of everybody. And think about some good morals and some values and some good healthy behaviors that we should be using. And man, I've been telling you a lot of things you should do. I wish I could do about a quarter of them, but I don't. <laughs> Human beings are not perfect. We're not perfect. You're not perfect. But, you know, I think we can do a little bit better, don't you? Good. Well, this is a little bit of a long show tonight, but, man, I feel better. And, you know, if I went over five minutes, well, I'm an old white guy. What can I tell you? That's the kind of shit that happens with us. You know, I used to be a, a big hellraiser. Now if I get a, a really nice bowl of warm soup at night, I'm a happy, yeah, that'll be the day. Okay. <laughs> well, you all have a good night, and I hope you like the show. I hope I aggravated some people. I hope I helped some people, and I hope everybody had a good laugh uh, somewhere along the way. And the important thing is uh, let's be strong. Let's love one another. Let's uh, argue and do what we need to do with one another. But at the end of the day, let's all shake and be friends, huh? Let's, let's be decent. Let's get our country back together again. Let's be grown-ups. Let's be critical thinkers. Let's be strong. Let's be brave. Let's be adults. Please and thank you. We don't need another hero. We don't need to be saved. We can save ourselves. Bye-bye now.
Thank you for listening to this episode of Just Thinking with Stan Wangland. Please feel free to follow and subscribe on whichever podcasting service you use for your podcasting needs and give us a rating and review for Just Thinking with Stan Wangland. And also you can check Stan out on Twitter. It's at S. Wangland. That's at S. Wangland. W-A-N-G-L-U-N-D on Twitter. And you can also follow all the great shows on the Reality Check Podcast Network on our Instagram page, Reality Check Podcast Network, or on our Twitter, at our podcast network on Twitter. And if you are interested in advertising or sponsoring your products, your services on this show, all you have to do is hit me up at wwrpodcast.com at gmail.com and find out about the great rates to advertise on shows like Just Thinking with Stan Wanglin and the many, many more great shows on the Reality Check Podcast Network. What's going on? You have John Wangland, one of the hosts of Wrestling With Reality. Check out our shows this week on Wrestling With Reality. We have some great shows. We have our MMA show. We look at, is Khabib Namagamadov versus George St. Pierre a reality? Why John Jones is such a disgrace to the UFC? We also have on WCW Monday Nitro Watch Along, and we take a look back at Triple H in his 25-year career in the WWE. So check out Wrestling With Reality on all major podcast outlets. Are you interested in spirituality and the paranormal? Do you enjoy having conversations about social issues and current events with a balanced and spiritual perspective? Are you intrigued by ancient prophecies and mysteries of the past or just unraveling modern-day conspiracy theories? If so, I would like to invite you to come on a journey with me on my show, The Spirit Side, available on all the major podcast platforms. I'm Paul James Caden, and I hope to see you there.